beyond third heaven. The word of God says that Paul went to third heaven. Well, we're going beyond it today. We're going beyond it today. And we're going to prove it in the word of God as always. But we're going to start this morning in Isaiah 40, verse 30 and 31. Will you put it up there for me? Can I get it up there? How many back there this morning? Burning back there? All right. Even the youth shall faint and be what? Weary. Anybody been thankful here lately? Weary? It say, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall do what? Utterly fall. Next verse. But they, look here, that wait upon the Lord mm-hmm, shall renew their strength. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you some revelations here. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. I want to go back to that middle sentence. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. We know an eagle fly. Amen. When you mount, that means you got to get up on it. Amen. This word mount here, when it says mount, they will mount up as wings of eagles. That word mount there means worship, proud. That's how you mount up and go higher. Amen. See, church been missing that. They've been missing it. You want to go higher. You want to get above your weariness. And your faintness. You got to be patient with this thing. There's a lot of agony involved in life. We have to be patient. But not only that. See, a lot of times, you know what makes me sick about people, at least alone Christians, we want it our way. I don't care what position we be in, we always find something to complain about. Instead of being thankful. Complain, complain, complain. I don't like complainers. I don't hang around complainers. I don't mess with folk who like drama. This is a no drama church. Praise God for that. Amen. Take a strong hand to keep it that way. Weak people can't run house this. Because the people are running. And the people run it, they'll mess up something. See, you got to have God leading you. And if God ain't leading me to teach you, then you don't need to be here. Don't need to be here. They shall mount up. That means that they shall begin as you waiting patiently on the Lord. You got to learn how to go in worship and how to pray, how to mount up so you can go up. Amen. And you can't let things stop you because there's always going to be something that's going to try to stop you from getting to your destination. Amen? Amen. So we're talking about beyond third heaven. Don't worry about it. We're going to get there. 
We're going there already. You got to mount up, right? <laughs> How many of y'all have mounted up? Get on that eagle and fly. Now let's deal with this beyond third heaven. Go to 1 John 1, 5. 1 John 1, 5. The word of the Lord says, and this is, and then is the message, this then is the message which we have heard of him. And we declare unto you that God is what? Ooh, and in him is no darkness at all. Wait a minute. Hold up. Now. I hear people always talking about how God is love, right? And he is. But what does first John say God is first? Light. There it is. The word light means that he's enlightened. And when you are enlightened, then you can understand what love is. See, love don't come into play until first John, the fourth chapter, I believe, where it says God is love. So before God is love, you can't be something if you don't know what it is that you've been. So it's the light that gives us the understanding on what God is love is. See, it didn't say God is love first. It says God is light. I'm dealing with the word. I ain't dealing with your theology. I don't care nothing about your theology. I don't care nothing about how you think or none of that. I'm here to break that. And give you some understanding on what God is really saying up in here. I don't care nothing about your theology or what you think. What we think will get us in hell. What we want will get us in hell. That's about all our desires to do. It makes me go back to that scripture where it says that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, He will give us the desires of our heart. Not we give them to ourselves, but he'll be the one that give us. And God is going to always give us the right desires. Amen? I come up here to preach this morning. I didn't come up here to play around. Now our lives are at stake. Our souls are at stake. And we run around here playing church. He said, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Well, let's move on. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 12, verse 2 through 4. Are we there? Put it up. Be quick. 2 Corinthians 12, 2 through 4. Paul said, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Whether in the body, I can't tell. Or whether out of the body, I can't tell. God knows. Such a one was caught up to the third heaven. Next verse. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body. 
I cannot tell. God knows. Next verse. How that? He was caught up into what? Oh, boy. Third heaven, paradise. There's correlation there. And heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter, because he's in another realm, right? Let's look at paradise. Put it back up there. He says that he was caught up into paradise, the third heaven, right? Hmm. Let's deal with this. Wait a minute. Y'all remember when Jesus told the man on the cross, this very day you'll be in paradise with me? This very day. You see, when Jesus walked on the earth, we were still under the law. Mark Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, they don't even really come into play as far as the New Testament. Jesus was walking under the Old Testament. See, a testament is a will. And a will can't be projected into the person or the people or whatever it is it's supposed to be injected into until that individual dies. The New Testament didn't come into play until Jesus died and was resurrected. That's when the New Testament come into play. And a lot of y'all don't know, but Paul didn't write the book of Acts. Dr. Luke wrote the book of Acts. And it was so long until they put the first part of it as the gospel of Luke. And the second part, Acts of the Apostles. Dr. Luke wrote it, not Paul. Paul didn't write everything. Amen? He wrote a lot, but he didn't write, somebody say, everything. As a matter of fact, Ain't nobody wrote everything according to the Bible that Jesus did. Because it says that if the world wouldn't even be able to contain all the books, that's in the Bible. If everything that Jesus did was <laughs> written down. <laughs> so, so this is what paradise. He told him, he said, now this very day, you're going to be in paradise with me. Well, in the Old Testament, listen to me. I'm prove to you with the word. Paradise was in the place called hell. Which ain't hell means grave, people. Don't be scared of it. That's all it means. It's the lake of fire you better be worried about. Because God can bring you out of the grave. But once you get in that lake of fire, ain't no coming back. That's where he's going to cast death and hell into the lake of fire. That's the book of Revelation. That's the book of Revelation. So, paradise, the holding cell, was down low. But, when Jesus went down and dealt with the situation down there, broke those chains of hell and death, took the keys, brought it up, 
people was brought up with him. Well, we're going to go deep with this thing here today now. I'm going to prove it to you in the Bible, you know, where y'all can get some understanding here. So paradise now is not down low, but paradise went up with him. Amen? Amen. And everything that was there went up with him too. Amen? Amen. All right. Come on. Let me bring this to you strategically so you'll understand what it is that we are talking about. Paradise. The third heaven. 1 Peter 4, verses 5 and verses 8. 1 Peter 4, verses 5 through 8. Are we there? Look at here. Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick, that means those that are alive, and those that are dead? Amen? Now, we're dealing with a fair God, right? So remember that. So if God is fair, and we know he is, that means everybody got to hear the gospel and make their charge. Come on. The quick and the dead. Come on, we're going somewhere. Watch this. Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick, those that are alive, and the dead? Verse 6 says, For, for this cause was the gospel Look at here. Preached also to who? To them that are dead. Good God Almighty. Didn't I tell you God's a fair God? In order to get saved, you got to hear the word. And you got to accept the word. Amen. And if they didn't hear the word, then how could they accept? Come on, we're going somewhere. That they might be judged according to men where? That are still alive. In the flesh. But live according to God in the spirit. That's what we're trying to do, right? So the dead, they got to hear the word too. As well as those that are alive. Give me the next verse. Verse 7 says, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. Mount up. And above all things, have fervent love among yourselves. See, that's what we're lacking too. Not here. We do pretty good here. For charity, love, shall cover the who? Does this have gossip running your mouth? Is anybody in here guilty of that sometimes? I'm going to ask again because y'all those stuck up Christians up in here. You won't raise your hand. You know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. You know you do it. But you don't want your person beside you to know you do it. So you try to hide like you all that. You ain't all that. Red Barway. Every one of us in here has an infirmity. A weakness. A sickness. Called sin. And it's only the blood of Jesus. That can change this thing around. But we got to wait on the Lord. And we got to mount up. In prayer and worship. 
We got to stop being so dead, blasted, sophisticated. You know. I ain't got to wear no suit to be up here to preach to you people. You don't come here to see me. You come here to hear the word. If you don't come here to hear the word, something ain't right. Because you're looking toward man instead of toward God. That's why I dress down. Because I want you to understand you can come up in here any kind of way. As long as you act right. If you come up in here drunk, it's fine, but you just act right. Or you'll be ushered out. It's called order. It's called order. Weak folk can't lead people. Wednesday, I couldn't even walk. Man had to take me home. I'm on crutches and everything else, a cane and everything. I couldn't even walk. But I'm a warrior. I'll mount up. I'm going to get you off me, devil. Get you off me. Trying to stop me from giving this word. You are a lie. Then he got up this morning and tried it again. No. You picking on the wrong one because I'm going to fight you. I'm a warrior. 68 years old. Been worn all my life. I don't know nothing else to do. Now I'm in the pulpit warring. Leading people warring. Y'all don't know the hell that me and Brenda and people like Joe need to go through. Y'all don't know the hell that we face, the problems, the difficulties, dealing with ourselves, our families, the finances, the church, the people calling, people that you don't even uh, don't even come to your church, but they want your advice, they want your consolation, they want your good because. Them people that they go to, they don't even know they're there. And they still run to them, run to folk looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But see, I got friends in low places. Mm -hmm. I got them in high places and I got them in low places. Because, see, the way I am, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're going through. I'm going I'm to I'm treat you like a human being. I'm going to treat you right. I give everybody in here, I'm a fair man. I give everybody that come through that door a chance to do something. Now, what they do with it is up to them. After that, that's between you and God. I've done mine. All right. Let's see where I'm at. Matthew 27, verses 50 through 53. We're going to deal with paradise now. Jesus, Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, he yielded up the ghost. He died. Next verse. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain in two, from the top to the bottom. Uh-huh. Gotta rip you open, won't he? And the earth 
did quake. And the rocks split open. That rent there means they split. In other words, there was a breakthrough. Y'all remember that last time I preached? Breakthrough. A valley is a breakthrough. Next one. And the graves, look here. Well, what? There it is. And many of what? Of the saints which slept did what? Somebody said they got up. Say it again. Say it. Don't be scared. They got up. You ain't got no fire in you. I was wrong. You can't get on no eagle if you ain't got no fire. Can you, Joe Nick? You got to have some fire in you. I almost said something. I almost said it. You know, because I sit and I don't see no fire. And it takes fire because God is a consuming fire. Amen. Verse 53. And they came out of the grave after. When? After his resurrection. Not before. See, they were in paradise. They were being hell, right? All right now. And went to the holy city and appeared unto many. Mm-hmm. Do you think that <laughs> if Jesus was resurrected and went up, you think he resurrected them just to put them back down in the grave again? No, they went up too. He said, this very day, you'll be in paradise with me. That's what he told one. And he meant that and know that we're in the grave. But, now, 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 now watch this. Now watch this thing. Now, God is light, right? He's beyond third heaven. Because third heaven is his platform. The throne sits above third heaven. So if we got to the end of the universe, what would you have? Light. We don't know what kind of light it is. But we know it's light because that's what God is, right? Now, the universe are like the organs inside of us. Picture yourself as being the universe. We're all universes inside. If you don't believe it, just close your eyes and you can just. Mm -hmm. So think of yourself as the universe and the organs inside of you are all the constellations and the orbits and all the planets and stuff. Those simply the organs of God. See, everything is inside of God. Ain't nothing outside of God. You understand that? So even though we're living in an infinite universe of universes, if we got to the end of it, which we never will, it would be nothing but light. Because it's God. And God is light. Beyond third heaven. That's where we're at. Now, when we find ourselves in a situation and we want to ask God to help us to make this thing through and if we don't mount up ain't much going to happen for us it can't because we're in the wrong position we're in the wrong position But God is telling us that I have a place for you 
in third heaven. And I wish I had time. But in actuality, Revelation speaks about how the final salvation will be mingled with fire. Us standing on that pristine sea of glass, which is eternity. Amen? Amen. That's what we're shooting for, right? We're shooting for eternity. If you can't see no further than this earthly realm, you can't see. If all you see is I'm looking for another job, looking for more money, look, that ain't nothing. Young people, that ain't nothing. You got to have God to make it through. You got to have God to make it through. Now watch this. We've got first heaven, second heaven, third heaven, right? Three. Now, right now, now we live in all three. But we're weak with that one called third heaven, right? And that's where we draw the power down from God. Y'all listen to me close now. Now, we live right now in all three realms of that. But right now in this fleshly life that we're in, we're living mostly dynamically in the first heaven and the second heaven. Let me explain. The first heaven is the earth and the firmament. It's in a bubble where we can breathe air and live for our terrestrial bodies, right? But there's the third heaven. That's that spirit inside of us that's trying to reach the third heaven so that we can draw down from God and live properly down here. But the problem is, is that we're weak in our third heaven relationship with God. Mount up. Mount up. You want more from God, mount up. You won't get more from God, get more things from man. Mount up. Mount up. It's time to get, it's time to go to war. That's what it's time. It's time to go to war. The world gone to hell in a handbasket. If you're looking for an answer in the world, you're done. You're done. So y'all explain, y'all understand this first, second, and third heaven, right? And how we live in the first and the second and the third, but we're weak in the third. Go to Mark 9, verses 43 and 47. Put it up there, please. And if thy hand, that word hand there don't mean this here. You'll be running around here with everything cut off. And if thy hand, that's your extended power. That's the power that you possess in yourself. Amen. But if it offend you, you need to cut it off. In other words, you need to cut that power off. In other words, you need to get to the point where you understand that it ain't about you, but it's about God. 
That's what that's saying. It is better for thee to go enter into life man, in other words, without what you want, than having two hands and going to hell. In other words, have everything you want. See, it's better to have, it's better to want what you have than to have what you want. Think about it. It's better to want what you have than to have what you want. Because what you want to kill you and me too. That's why God said, if you delight in me, I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. Because you don't know how to do that. And I don't either. We know how to screw something up. Mm-hmm. It's better to go there. That having two hands are going to hell into the fire that shall never be quenched. Give me verses, the next verse. I think it's 47. I'm about done, y'all. Give me 47. And if thine eye, things that you see, you know what I'm saying? Pretty woman walk by, you glance at There it is. If thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. In other words, don't look. Don't look, Ethel. Just don't look. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes be cast to the hell, hell fire. Amen? Now, let's go to this last verse. 2 Corinthians 12, verses 9, and I'm done. Give it to me. <coughs> And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient. Paul begging, just like we do. Please take this thorn out of my flesh. Well, they say you don't know what that thorn was in his flesh, but the Bible is there. It's there in the book of Romans. Paul put it just as plain what his problem was. (laughs) But they don't catch it. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength, watch this, is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my, somebody say weaknesses, sicknesses, infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. See, I'm glorying this morning. In my pain. Living proof. That the word of God is true. I couldn't even walk. Old lady put a wheelchair out for me. Got an old brand new. I don't know where she got it from. I said I don't want that thing. You put me in no wheelchair. She said well I'll use it. Speaking that on herself. You got to watch your mouth. We got big mouths. We bring damnation on our own self. So every time I go in that off room at the house and stuff, I see that old thing sitting over there. And my name ain't on it. The devil is a stinking lie. Mm-mm. No, you got the wrong one. You might as well pack that thing up. Because all it's going to do is take up space. And if I get a chance, I'm going to blow it up. I'm going to blow it up. Because I don't want it in my house. I don't want it in my house, I said. 
My house is a garage too. That's where I sit and meditate a lot of time. So I'm going to sit out there with the devil? No. Get it out of there. I want that devil up in there. That's a devil. You see, my mama was bedridden all her life. She started out walking. Then she got on, then she went to crutches. Then my aunt put in a wheelchair. That messed it up. Put in that wheelchair, she became bedridden. See, I remember all that. The devil is a lie. I ain't going down like that. I'm going to fight to the very end. I'm going to lead these people to the very end. I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping, y'all. The power of God rests upon me when I'm weak, when I'm hurting, when I'm in pain. I don't care about pain. I don't care about the infirmity. All I want to know is God, your word is true. And you help me to make it through. Now, I know a lot of us are going through different difficulties and stuff, but God, gonna be, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. If God can heal one, he can heal another. He is a healer. But when I mounted up and prayed to God, I just didn't ask for healing. I want to be whole. I want it all. I want it all. I don't need the, 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 the discomfort of thinking I have it all and don't have nothing. Because at the end of the day, the big house, the fine car, the little bit of money, whatever it is you got, it ain't going to last. So, let's join together. Let's keep it tight. Now, I hate to say this, but some are going to fall by the wayside. And Amalek going to get them because they're stragglers. And Amalek, that's what he does. He knocks off the stragglers. Yeah, those that got faint and weary because they didn't. Somebody say mount up. I'm trying to tell you to mount up. If we're going to make it through, we got to mount up. Because we don't know what's coming down the pike, but I'm going to tell you something. It's going to get ugly. Do you think it's ugly enough? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the uglier it gets, the closer it gets. Because the Pentagon has now just announced that they think that they've been vi- we've been visited by a mothership. Didn't they say it? Now, I preached that not long ago. Y'all think it's a joke. Y'all think it's a joke. But I don't care what you think. I just give you the word, and I go on about my business. Give God some praise. Yeah. Not my business.